Welcome to to another episode of Driving, driving to, to the Rest with Inanna and, and Larry. Yay! Hi, everybody. This week we were thinking about talking about. Well, yeah, what we're talking about is one of the most exciting things ever. Ever. I mean, and unique. Every, Opportunity as well. Yeah, it is a pretty unique opportunity. On the planet, not just like in life and everything, but quite unique. We haven't seen anything like this done before. At least I haven't. I'm sure somebody's doing it somewhere, but maybe, maybe. And it's to do with book, books and writing, and in particular, walk with me now. Walk with and writing. yes, walk with me now. And, and community. Community. Learning yes. together. Learning together. Experiencing together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What we're going to be experiencing together is a, a reading and editing of the first draft of the Earth Files. Yeah, because as you know, we have a book club at Walk With Me Now. Right, we just and finished the book. Yeah, we just finished The Psychic Assassin. And um, basically, it's a book. Yes. All right. Already yes. interesting. P.S. P.S. If you're interested in listening to the book club and what it's like, the recordings are available. I'll walk. At walk with me now. Yes. But anyways, the thing is, it's already different. Of the book club is already different because as the author, and I'm there to answer people's questions and to expand on information that's been given in the books. So that's already fabulous and fantastic and right. all of this was generated and um, inspired and also um, began by the people who are at Walk With Me Now. Yeah, right? they brought it up as yeah, an idea. Yeah, the members, it's like a creation. Yeah, let's do this. And now they've put in a new twist to it and yeah. I thought it was a fabulous twist to it. I am presently writing the second book on the return series. It's called the Earth Files. And the idea that somebody brought up was to have the first draft of the book covered week to week. Chapter by chapter. Chapter by chapter of the first draft. This is a unique one one of a once in a lifetime type deal. <laughs> Because that book's never going to be the first draft again, right? So it's by the author, me, and it's been coming together for a few days now. You know, ideas jumping back and forth and things. And I think we've settled down on, we're going to post, I'm going to post the first draft of the first chapter, which is already posted, by the way, in Walk With Me Now. Uh, People are going to read it. And then I'm going to do a reading during our meeting call and then we're going to discuss it so of the first drafter draft of the first chapter second chapter ex- and on and on until we finish the book cool very exciting stuff very exciting and uh, yeah the the whole process of writing and presently this moment in time this the energies and things are coming through One of the reasons why I haven't been able to get back to the book um, and finishing it, (laughs) it's not finished. Obviously this club, book club, is gonna force me to finish the book. (laughs) Yeah, 
<laughs> which is really nice, you know, it's really nice. A little bit of a... A push, push. you know, yeah, right. yeah. Um, but one of the interesting things is an energy of withdrawal that we're feeling at the moment on the planet. Um, tomorrow we're having a, a, sec a live call on Second Life for the Walk With Me Now people and we're going to discuss it more at length, but for you this will be in the past, so the recording will be up on the forum. Um, but basically Larry and I have been feeling and sensing and experiencing a, a very strong withdrawal into ourselves uh, individually with regards to reality, the world and everything else. And I think that this energy and this feeling is happening to a lot of people out there. Um, and how does it affect the book? One of the, like I mentioned in the last couple of weeks, uh, episodes of our podcast, uh, one of the advice, part of the advice that I received from my higher self, Gaia, the human collective, was to let everything crumble, don't try and fix it, just let it be, just let it be hands off, hands really off. hands off. And that caused me personally to withdraw into myself I've been kind of um, channeling my energies into creating things in Second Life. I'm learning how to do 3D modeling, like I mentioned before, and uh, clothes and things. Being a student. Being a student, learning new things, learning right? New thing, yeah. Learning really, really hard programming stuff. Um, but that hey, keeps yeah, my keep brain busy because I have a very active brain and mind as you say and creativity but also if I don't and if I stop learning or doing my classes I, I'm learning stuff so I'm going to classes if I stop or do those things my mind immediately expands and goes into the world and starts doing stuff right which is the opposite of crumbles exactly it's the opposite of crumbling and the writing part of it when I try, I thought, oh, this will be this will be a great opportunity for me to go and finish these books because I have more than one book to finish. And it was uh oh because I was expanding into that energy and this, those individuals, the characters, and the information. And then it was all about what's going on on the planet, and it didn't, yeah. So it didn't work out too good because it was not exactly hands off. But I feel that this book club pushed to finish the return book. I think that it's different and it's a kind of energy of, okay, we're going to go hands-on, but in a different way, in a different way. And I thought I would mention it publicly because it's an amazing opportunity for you to experience also that creative journey of writing a book and getting the first draft and hearing it from the author and and then expanding on it, you know? I think it'll be an amazing opportunity for you to, in a way, energetically become part of this book. Exactly. So That's get, how I see it, too. Get over to your tribe at walkwithmenow.com and, you know, join the, the conversation. Time. Join the conversation. <laughs> join in the yeah. book club. Listen yeah. to the book. Be a process of uh, the book coming to be. And that, uh, you know, hold that space, essentially, that space of your community, of your people doing the things that you really actually want to do together. Yeah, I think 
think it's a nice uh, nice container to finish the book in. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It's a container that doesn't need to crumble. <laughs> no, exactly. But also, if Earth Files is all about people, it's all about community, it's all about being a human being and what does it mean and where did we come from? Yeah, human origins. With our, where, yeah, our origins as souls, our origins as people, humans. Expansion of yeah. uh, what, um, what's the broader reality of, of the other beings on the, in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. And what was their impact and how did they function and what did they do and why are they involved with humans? Yes. Why aren't you, why don't, why don't you see them if you haven't? Right, and why do, are so many other species out there, the ET species, yeah. why are they humanoid, you know? Yeah, why are they humanoid? Why do they have a head, two arms, And why is hands, our memory feet? so bad? Why can't we remember so much stuff? Right. <laughs> All these things, exploring and the return. Well, the first return book, I gotta say, it's my favorite of all of your books, honestly. <laughs> so, the second return, it's like, at the end of the return, it was the best cliffhanger ever. <laughs> because by the time we'd read the book and got to the end of the return, felt satisfied like this is a good place to pause yes like, like fully saturated uh -huh. and at the same time oh my god i can't wait to find out what comes next but i'm fully satisfied at the same time i've never had that happen at the end of a book before that's brilliant <laughs> yeah yeah anyway yeah i wanted to share something else too um and that's one of the skills that us as people and also something that will be it's being explored in the Earth Files is our capacity as human beings to remember the future. And I wanted to look into that a little bit more because it seems to be something that as a human collective we are tapping into again the individuals who are listening to this podcast you talking about you <laughs> are awake aware you're not functioning from a place of fear but from a place of creativity and curiosity. community curiosity wonderment right open openness yeah and that expansion that expanded awareness the thing when it's it, it allows for the skills that are natural to us to be re-established in all of us. And I wanted to talk about that feeling of remembering the future because I've noticed the past week that spontaneously throughout the day, for me, I've been remembering the future for that day and maybe a little bit further, right? And maybe a few months in advance or a few weeks, maybe a year or two. and. It's, it's, it's happening so often that I know that this is one of those skills that the human collective, where high frequency human collective members are regaining, regaining. And it's, it's very specific stuff. It's not like wishy-washy or wanting or choosing one, but it's very specific. Yes, we do have choices and yes, our futures are infinite possibilities. But when we feel and we sense that remembrance, it's because 
there's um, that skills coming back for a reason for us, right? It's coming back. And I know spontaneously also, um, several people have come to me asking me about that, just spontaneously asking me, hey, about this skill, how do I develop it, right? And one thing that you can do, and it's very easy to do, it's an exercise you can start right now. When you wake up in the morning, or even during the day, even now as you're listening to this, remember your next meal. So when I say people in the morning, okay, remember your lunch, or you remember your dinner for today. And then you'll, you'll just go into it and say, okay, I remember what I had for dinner tonight, right? Or what I will have for dinner tonight, I remember it. And then you feel the flavor of it in your mouth. And you go, oh yeah, it was tacos. I'm gonna have tacos tonight. It's not tacos, it's spaghetti. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, it's spaghetti for us, but yeah. <laughs> and then what do you do? You make sure that you have the tacos or you have your spaghetti so that it validates your remembrance. And that's different to, mm, I wonder what I'm gonna have for dinner tonight. Oh, I think I'll make tacos. Right? right, it's different to that because you actually didn't have an idea of what you were gonna be making for dinner, but when you remember, you you had that intent. I'm gonna remember the future, and then you tasted the tacos in your mouth. That's how memories come in; they're experiential. It reminds me about remote viewing. How does it remind you of remote viewing? Because basically, you're remembering a time space that is not now. Oh, remote viewing into the past or the future? Yeah. Okay. The process of remote viewing, future remembering, just feels similar to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very similar. So, again, one of the topics are covered in the book, and um, it was covered in the first book too, but I don't think people quite grasped it. Grasped it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it will be explored some more and I thought it would be interesting. This is a type of discussion and conversations that we're going to be having around the first draft of Earth the Earth Files in the Return series. So, yeah, as a writer, I think that for me personally, it's a brand new experience because writing is a lonely business. <laughs> <laughs> And getting a, getting all of the typos edited properly is a challenging business. Also, this will kind of take care of some of that because I have quite a few eyes looking at the same thing. Right. And uh, my experience with proofreading Neely's writing is I get put into an altered state and I just completely miss it. Even though I'm trying to be very, very careful to just look at the words and the spelling and the order and whatnot. Pretty soon it just goes into auto mode. Yeah. And the words go in and the story becomes so engrossing, they become so engaged that it doesn't matter how it's written. I <laughs> it know, just goes yeah, in. Yeah, it does, yeah. Interesting. 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 So there'll be a unique opportunity to join in that process. I mean if you're sitting on the fence and you want to join the tribe but you can't think of a good reason, well, here's a very excellent reason. You're supporting and being supported simultaneously. And if you're a new listener and you go, whoa, this person writes books, <laughs> go to uneliabenz.com and in the, in the store you'll find all of my books right there. Yeah. 
That's the nicest place to buy them. Of course, you can find them at Amazon or yeah, at yeah. Lulu or anywhere. But. Right, lulu.com, you can get them there. Amazon, yeah. yeah. All the main stores online will have my book. My books. 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 Books, books, books. Tell me your names of your books. Well. First one was? Well, the ones that I published, you mean? Yes. Okay. So the first one, the novels, I would say uh, the 13th Mage is the first novel. The 13th Mage is a bit of a bow. You don't remember? Well, I remember. I just want to hear what you say. Oh, I want to hear what you say. <laughs> 13th Mage is a love story. Yes. the 13th, All of my books are love stories. That is true. It is true. That is true. Uh-huh. Love between people, man. It's like... It's all about people. We are all about people. All of my books are have love stories in them. Yeah. Obviously, it's also a bit about magic. And about, and about alternate. Uh, well, about choice. choices free, and it's free about will and free will and it's about choosing, making a choice between you know light and dark. That's the main premise of the book. <laughs> I guess I don't really want to say too much stuff about the insides of it because it's the right. story to experience it. While there is a love story in it, if you're not interested in love stories like that doesn't turn you like, oh man, I gotta go read it. Believe me, you wanna read it. There's <laughs> yes. more than a little kissy kissy in there. <laughs> yeah, way more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, 13th Mage. Then we have... Interview, the interview with an alien. alien. Yes. That was my favorite book until the return. Right. It's a very yeah. good book. Yeah, that one's interesting. Yes. That one's really interesting. An interview with an alien. Yes. And uh, it's not very long, but it's very Very compact. Packed. Yeah, it's very, very compact. Packed. It's like you read that book and then the alien part of reality goes, it unwinds in you. Because you already have these memories. It's just they've been coiled. Right. So it kind of like releases the spring. Uh-huh. So if you haven't read that one, and then we have interview with an angel. Oh my god, that one was the toughest one. That one, god. <laughs> yeah, when you when you read the interview with an angel, you experience what it is to meet and be with and talk interact to with, and interact yeah. with an angel because yeah. they come to you. Yes, they do. You uh -huh. will start crying. Yes, you will start feel feeling it, emotions at a level oh, that you hadn't gosh. imagined that they can it's be felt. Possible, at. yeah. Because an angel's emotional body is a hundred times bigger than yours, uh -huh. or maybe a thousand. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And then we had interview with a psychic assassin. Yeah, interview with a psychic assassin, and we just finished the book club on that one. Yeah, that one has a lot more in it than. Psychic assassins. <laughs> yeah, there's a love story in there too. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a a love story for That's, sure. Yes, totally. And it has a happy ending. It does have a happy ending. And there are psychic assassins. Uh -huh. Yeah. Life ones, dark ones, all kinds of ones. Uh -huh. Based on real life people, people. Real life people. And well, let's just say when you get halfway done with the book, you think it's over. But it's not. There's a whole nother half. Yes. It's kind of like a TARDIS. <laughs> bigger on the inside. Way bigger on the inside <laughs> than it looks on the outside. Uh-huh. 
And then we had the return. Tell me about the return, honey. Well, imagine if you can, um, the queen of the universe, the, not just the universe, all the universes, is reincarnated on the planet as a human, and she knows who she is. But, well, I'm not going to say nobody else knows who she is, because the minute they meet her, they can't help it. Right. <laughs> if they're the right lineage. Yes. And what do you think, uh, how old do you say, four-year-old? Yes. What kind of things <laughs> do you think a four-year-old is going to do right. when she's the queen of all the known universes? But her human family doesn't know. <laughs> yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Oh my god, it was so hilarious. It was, yeah. 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 In the Earth files, so she's a bit older. I'll just give yeah, you that much. She's a teenager, right? In school. She's a little bit older. And she's no longer on Earth. That's another little clue. Yeah. Right? No longer on Earth. That's what I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, a totally awesome book. Yeah. So exploring it being written and, you know, joining in the process of editing it and uh, expanding it. So when you read through it and you, you talk about it, you, by your, um, you know, your questions, your insights, your desire to understand or expand on maybe the topic that's in that chapter, you make that chapter able to be understood by a lot more people. Because, I mean, Nelia writes, and she's got a very dense ability, a dense meaning very compact, packed. One sentence is like 50 paragraphs. And if you comprehend it in that sentence, it's awesome. But if you can't get it, having another sentence or two with it, you know, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but she true. needs to know that you need that other sentence. Cause it's like, a, it's like a case of not knowing what you don't know. Yep, I don't know what individuals don't know. And I always think that people know everything that I know, and then I get surprised when they say, well, that's new to me. I had no idea about that. I was like, really? Really? You didn't know that? Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So, so your, pro yeah. your involvement in the process makes for a much more richer. Um, digestible, richer, broader experience of, oh, look at that. Yeah. I think they're going to have a new bridge. I think it makes for 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 richer draft two. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you've been invited. You know where your tribe lives. Walk with me now. At walkwithmenow.com. So I expect to see you there. And don't forget, you can find my books at ineliabenz.com. Oh yeah. And if you're going to get some training on my method of processing and other informational stuff go to ibensacademy.com i thought ibens academy was to teach you how to teach and i will be included okay mm -hmm. yes gotcha gotcha see you soon <laughs> Are you done talking? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else. Alright. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You do? Yeah. Okay. P.S. Tell me about PB.
PB? How's she doing? Princess Beauty. Yes. It's a little terror. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loving little terror. She's a fluff of ball, fluffy ball of love and terror. <laughs> She's a boss of everyone. She's a boss of everybody. She sleeps on our bed. I know. I would. I said she I would never have. She pushes me out of the way. Yeah, I said I would never have a dog in my bed, but yeah, she sleeps there. Not only Very do we happy. have a dog in our bed, we have a ramp. For our dog to get into oh, our in bed. and out of the bed. I know. All of the other dogs look at us like, "What is what's going on here? Are you guys insane? Do yeah. you realize you're creating a monster?" Uh huh. Uh huh. Because well, she's the actually, boss. Of, she's the boss of Lucy. Yes. The boss of Romeo oh, and Missy, and even Missy, who's yeah. the grandmother. Um, uh, extra alpha. Extra alpha, and she's she hates puppies, honestly. Oh, she does. Yeah. If we let the PBL go to the put bathroom. Up she goes and lays down right next to Missy. Yeah. And Missy goes, grumble, grumble, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and every now and then Missy says, okay, you can have the bed. Yeah. I'll leave it for you. And then she goes off the guard. She does, yeah. So PB's doing a pretty good job of being a puppy. I must say, I think that she's done this before. Yes, definitely. Yes. Uh -huh. She's a very ancient doggy elemental. She knows exactly what being a puppy dog is all about. And I think that I'm pretty sure that dogs that manage to figure it out are the small breeds. Because <laughs> <laughs> they get to go everywhere. They get everything that a dog could possibly want. They're on your lap all the time. They don't get told off half the time. They get to sleep with you. Yeah. And for dog owners and people in the know-how out there who know how, what a bad idea it is to let your dog sleep with you, I agree. Don't worry about it because she, we're still bosses on the on the bed. She doesn't push us. Around. Well, actually, she pushes Larry around. Yeah, but, but she doesn't push. Yeah, I'm the boss. She doesn't push me around at she all. She bites me. <laughs> she pushes me around. She does. Yeah. But I'm still bigger than her. Yeah. But she does bite harder. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And then I don't. Then she stops. She knows she better. Yeah, she knows better. But she uh -huh. thinks she thinks I like it because Lucy likes it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Lucy can put up with it. I know. She bites Lucy's face and her lips. Her lips and her ear ears, her toes. Her toes. So hard. It's I can see really, the skin pulling really away. Hard, and Lucy yeah. just looks at her like didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. But she has to learn that humans are delicate, so yeah. yeah. A little bit different. Well, with that, Pierce, yeah, it's lovely Pierce. spending time with you guys, and we're gonna see you next time. Bye. Uh oh, wait, wait, wait! One more PS. Oh my God, another PS. Yes. Okay. Our editor. <gasps> Our sound editor, Jason, had a baby. Well, his wife had a baby. Well, he contributed to the process. Yes. 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 They're a gorgeous couple, and he has a beautiful baby boy called Titan. Titan Maximus. Maximus. So. And he's gorgeous. He's a tiny little baby. I love little babies. <laughs> so congratulations, Jason. And thank you for all your work. Okay. PPS <laughs> okay. over. PS over. Last one. PSS. <laughs> PPS. PPS, yeah. Post, post, post. Oh, wait. PPPS. Look. All right. Chickens and baby chickens. You got your baby chicken. She's still alive. We're just here at the Sham Shack now. We were driving to the rest via the Sham Shack. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, bye. Bye.